Glenn Fry from the Eagles has said to me in the past, be part of something good and leave something good behind. And I feel like I'm currently being part of something good and I I don't know what I'm going to leave behind, but I'm sure it'll be good. Welcome to season three of Spotlight, focusing on alumni working in the arts as emerging artists. Join us as we find out what Casper graduates of years gone by are up to in our Where Are They Now series. Lighting up our podcast studio is our next alumnus, Joseph Panuccio, a Sydney-based entertainer and stage performer. Joseph is a Freeman College, Bonnie Rigg and Australian Institute of Music graduate. Joseph is one of Australia's most sought-after impersonators. He is a multi-talented singer, performer and all-round entertainer. Joseph has featured in stage shows across Australia and New Zealand and draws his inspiration from a myriad of international artists into his high-energy shows and performances. Some of his past clients include American rock band The Eagles Private Party, Australian Tourism Exchange, Channel 10 News and Coca-Cola, just to name a few. Joseph, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. You're back. I am back. After 21 years, I am back. And um, I think I look better now, just quietly. (laughs) I love that. Thank you so much for taking the time out to chat with us today. Of course. Let's begin. Shall we begin? I'm so here for it. What years were you involved with Caspar? Okay, so I like to say that I was the original. I was the OG (laughs) and I was in the Jubilee 2000 um, where I played Baby Jesus. And that, I'm going to say that's BC, basically, because I was, okay. yes, I, I was there right from the very beginning. The very, very beginning. Um, so, from 2000 to, I would say, probably 2004, and then from university afterwards, I at the Australian Institute of Music, I came back and did a little World Youth Day moment oh, with, with the Pope. Of course, yes. with the Pope. That was huge. Yeah. I think it was one of the biggest gatherings in Australian history. It was actually at Barangaroo at the time, if, if I remember That's correctly. That's right. That's right. And it was just so big. And the whole experience of, you know, the, the significance of having the Pope there, just kind of mind-blowing because you just kind of don't really think about it until the Pope's sitting in front of you and you think, oh, my goodness, Correct. that's actually the Pope, literally. What ensemble group or performances were you involved with when you were here at Caspar? Okay, so the very first one was the Jubilee 2000 yeah. in front of, I don't know if it was 120,000 people. I'm telling people it's 120,000 people. could have been 80,000. But, you know, I, you know, it was a big deal. Millions yeah. of people saw me. Yeah. Um, worldwide. <laughs> and then I moved on to, I did the Corroboree, uh, which was in 2000 at the Opera House. Yeah. My, my debut, step, taking on the steps of the Opera House. You're welcome. And then I moved on and did... Imagination, which was a little bit later on, I think maybe a few years later on. And you're singing and performing in all of these. Were you all of dancing these. as well at the time? Well, or? you know, we use the word dancing very loosely when it comes uh-huh. to me. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I do have two left feet, but I'm very good at using them. No, right. I am. I always put my best left foot forward, you know. And, well done. Um, no, I do. So you should. I do. And, and, and then I think from there there's imagination and then calling every nation could have been one. Then there was also, yeah, the, the World Youth Day. Um, where do you think your love of music first began? I remember a story that my parents told me of me apparently in the shopping centre, you know, as a kid, in a, being pushed in the trolley and singing along to the, the whatever was happening in the in the Coles or Woolies at the time. And apparently that's where it all sort of started, you know, oh, 
I think Joseph can sing. Oh, he can hold a tune. I mean, I was probably singing Three Blind Mice. But anyway, <laughs> it was apparently in key. And uh, then it kind of it kind of just from there, you know, had singing lessons. And you kind of, I don't know, music touches people in, in different ways. And it doesn't matter what you're going through. Music can help in mm. any way. Music mm. helps assist with whatever's going on in your life. And mm. I think that's what I love most about music. You, there's always something you can listen to to either switch your mood mm. or help assist where you are very true it, it takes you right back you can hear an old song and it can take you right back Love exactly it. where you first heard it or uh straight back to those memories oh absolutely straight to the dance floor it reminds me of you know donna summers stop it there it is that's it <laughs> that's it that's it um what drove you to pursue a career in the arts to start with was it that love of music or I'm going to say I was somewhat pushed into it. Okay, oh, no, oh, okay. I'm dishing the dirt. Well, I'm um, hearing this. Look, you know, because I was encouraged as a kid by my parents to sing, and then I remember seeing a couple of shows, musical theatre things, thinking, oh, wow, that's amazing. I need you to know, be involved. How amazing to be on a big stage. And, and when the whole Casper, the whole Jubilee started, as a kid that was 11 years old mm. to stand in the middle of a stadium in front of however many hundred thousand people yep. and sing, it's, that's a huge thing. And so from there, how do I get to my next performance on a huge <laughs> stadium? You know, it, it kind of had this whole build up and then, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. So I feel like I've constantly always been chasing my next biggest performance. Right. And I'm always trying to be on a huge stage or just performing to a lot of people. Do you think you get addicted to the adrenaline the and the the excitement of yes. just the, the, the butterflies in the stomach and all of that stuff? Yeah, I think I love that it. comes into play as well. When growing up, I remember people saying to me, oh, do you get nervous? Do you get nervous? It wasn't nerves. Uh, it was excitement, excitement you know, yeah. and that, that was the difference between some of my friends who started singing and were nervous and couldn't get on stage mm. to me who was nervous but it was excitement and I couldn't wait to get on stage you know it was like don't put me on stage where's the stage you know so it was it was a whole moment like that for me. What was your um, greatest learning from being involved in performing arts at school? I learnt to absorb everything because in the school system I think at the time you're so young and you don't know Mm. how important it is and the people that are around you are industry professionals. They're industry greats that know they are some of the best that you will have ever in your life to work with. And I was so lucky back in the day to sort of be told that so that I really yeah. did absorb yeah. that. You know, yourself, Steve, you know, we're still working together all these years later. And, and Jennifer Murphy, you know, Spud Murphy, Karen Mortimer. There's just so many people that way back when... You sort of don't realise, oh, my Mm. goodness, these people are incredible people. Absorb everything you can. Be the sponge Mm. and and take it all on because all these years down the track, I'm still learning things and relating it back to what I previously learned and going, oh, that's what... That's what they were telling us, you know, Jennifer Murphy, find the pearl, you know. (laughs) That's it, that's it. I'm still looking for it. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I completely agree. What's your greatest achievement since leaving school, do you think? Going from produced shows that I was put in, you mm-hmm. know, from from Casper, all the Casper stuff that I did, theatery stuff that was always produced for me, mm-hmm. and I just stepped into it. Um, I think probably my biggest achievements at the moment would be that I've produced shows. I've got my own shows that are touring 
up and down the east coast of Australia. At the moment, I've got three shows that I've produced and that's kind of huge because I've taken on everything yeah. from from literally costuming to songs to editing to dancing, selling the show, just everything. No easy feat no, at all. That a yeah. whole team of people would normally do yeah. and I'm just, you know, casually. I mean, I've got a team, but yeah. to actually be in the driving seat sure. is such a huge achievement. Sure. The minute somebody tells me I can't do something, I immediately have to do Want it. Want to do so, it. You of know, course and, you do. And I, and I have, and I keep doing it. I keep doing it. I keep breaking down the barriers mm. and I keep putting myself out there and doing it. As I said, you know, I'm, I'm the, I write the leading role for myself yeah. and I get to do it. Yeah. So, Joseph, when you were with Casper, we knew you as primarily a vocalist. I mean, you're, you're so much more. You're a comedian. You're also the singer. But how has your skill set advanced, do you think, over the years? And the dancer, thank you. You're um, welcome. <laughs> look, when I studied, like really studied musical theatre, you know, that was that was such a part in my life where I was so challenged because I was always the person that could just get up and because I could sing, I'd get away with everything. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, you can sing, get away with it, get away with it. But when you do music theatre, you actually have to be able to tell a story. Mm. And that was something that I was good at doing, but I needed to refine. Sure. In my shows that I've produced, I've written the roles for myself. You know, I've written everything that's going to suit me perfectly. And some of the roles I do play, I have to literally change my voice, change my character, the way I hold myself, the way the way I, I look. These are all things that I've had to adapt, but the ultimate chameleon, I think. Yeah. And, and that is something that in musical theatre, everyone has to do to a degree. Absolutely, yeah. I just do it 10 times in the one show. <laughs> some of the, the characters that I play in, in my shows you know, some of them have really high voices, some of them have really deep voices, some of them have crazy sort of humour. And yep. I've got to just be yep. able to to channel that. Caricatures of the real people absolutely, or something. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, larger than life. What's the uh, best advice you think you've ever been given? I've got three bits of advice. Can okay. I give you three I'll, I'll, bits? I'm ready. Okay. Okay. Number one. Number one is when you are interacting with anyone or having in- interaction with anyone, uplift them or at the very least leave them where they are but Mm -hmm. never diminish them sure and i think that's so important for everyone and anyone in any field because it is very easy to put people down when you're not feeling good Mm -hmm. you know when you're not having a good time so if you can elevate people and or leave them where they are then you haven't damaged them at all you've just encouraged them Mm -hmm. at the very least and Mm -hmm. i think that's a really good piece Mm -hmm. of advice RuPaul said, if you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love That's somebody it. else? Yeah. And I think that is so, so good. It's Such great true. advice. Very true. And Glenn Fry from the Eagles has said to me in the past, be part of something good and leave something good behind. And I feel like I'm currently being part of something good. And I, like I don't know what I'm going to leave behind, but I'm sure it'll be good. <laughs> they are the pearls of wisdom, though, aren't mm. they? Maybe you found the pearl. So Maybe that's the pearl. Jennifer you, Murphy, if you're listening, I found through. the pearl. She's coming through. <laughs> Pass pay, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> um, who's your role model or inspiration? Oh, Wow. Well, so many people, so many people. I don't think, I don't really think I can say one person. Um, you know, my entire family is just, they're amazing. They support everything I do and I can always look up to them and, and look mm. out for them and for advice. But simply the best. They, yeah. they literally are just the biggest supporters of what mm. I do, which I'm very lucky. Mm. And inspiration, if we're talking about 
performers and stuff. You know, I mean, Cher is one of my biggest inspirations. <laughs> you know, you make it <laughs> Sorry if that was a there bit she loud. Is. She's, she's, she's here. She's, she's here. here. She's How here. are you doing? She's here. And, um, you know, <laughs> all the divas, Celine Dion, you know, Dusty Springfield, all of her music from way back in the day is just something that I really connect with. I don't know why all these years, you know, I wasn't even alive when she was yeah. was, was yeah. around, but I love all her music. Oprah Winfrey is like my, yeah. one of my biggest inspirations. Joseph, what is your dream gig? What is the pinnacle of your career? I have said right from the very beginning that I want to be as major as Michael Jackson. I want to perform all over the world to billions of people. And I still believe that that can happen. You know, I don't think there's any specific age. You know, I want to be the youngest person to be top of the charts or youngest person to do this, youngest person to do that. I'm 32 now Mm -hmm. and I don't even think it's begun and I've achieved so much already and I'm very grateful for everything I've achieved but sure. I'm so not even so not even there yet yeah. and I know it's going to happen and I'm I, I, I'm going to take over the world like literally it's going like to be it. like you know Lady Gaga and me you know so it's it's literally going to be I that ca- I can see it happening I yeah. know I know it's going to happen I think she's calling me right now oh, hang oh, on is um, that you do you Gaga? need to take oh, that hello oh hey G yeah okay great I'm just in a podcast Casper Got to go. Okay, bye. I'll call it back. One more question. I know you need to to get back to Gaga. Yeah. What advice would you give to students studying the arts? Enjoy every minute of it. Take risks. Even if you think, I can't do that, just do it. And have fun because you take your childhood for granted. Mm. You really do. It's and gone before you know it's it. It's gone. You it? know, just the other day I was thinking to myself, I was sitting on the floor um, at my coffee table with my legs crossed and after maybe three minutes I couldn't feel my legs. And I thought, <laughs> where are my legs? But I thought to myself, you know, just being a kid and youthful, we used to have to sit on the floor with our legs crossed and that was okay and you'd sit there for two hours. That's right. Take as many risks as you possibly can. It doesn't matter if you fail. It doesn't matter if you fail. You just get better and bigger and stronger and, and you'll conquer the world. Some of the most incredible lessons I've learned in my life have come out of failures. Yeah. So, yeah. Or yeah. what I've considered to be failures. Yeah. But in, they haven't really been failures. They've, they've been triumphs. That's it. That's mm. it. Joseph, thank you so much. You are a joy to be around. Thank you. Um, please say hi to Gaga. Yeah, no, I will. No, look, really busy about it. So I've uh, got to go, guys. Um, but thank you, everyone. Oh, okay, thanks yes, so no, much. See you at my show. Can't oh, wait. I can't yes, wait. Cheeky plug. Thanks so much. Thank you. See you later. Right, bye. Bye.